Here are four things God has shown me to combat comparison, which truly is the joy killer of our unique lives. Hey, I'm Nyla, and you're listening to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. Get ready for faith-based conversations about food, fitness, and body image. I love fitness, and regularly you'll find me and my cat on my yoga mat sweating for a strong body to use to bless others with and glorify God with. Though I'm no longer an intuitive eating and body image coach, I am still an intuitive eater myself and will forever be grateful for God leading me to intuitive eating as I healed from a decade-long fight with an eating disorder. Friends, I encourage you as you listen to each episode to ask God to teach you something. You didn't just randomly stumble upon this podcast. No, God guided you here providentially, and He has something to encourage you with today. All right, let's dive into today's episode and see what God has for you to learn. Today, I'm going to share four tips to reduce comparison especially when it comes to comparison triggered by social media scrolling. Comparison is actually not something God is okay with. It's rooted in envy and jealousy and discontentment. Things the Bible say are not of God. Just Google verses about envy or verses about jealousy and you'll see what I mean. Here are a few I found when I did that myself that show that God doesn't take comparison lightly. It's a big deal to him, something dangerous to us and others something we should try to kick out of our lives like we would something poisonous. Proverbs 14.30 A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones. James 3 verses 14 But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't brag and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from above. 1 Corinthians 13.4 Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it's not proud. Exodus 20, 17. Do not covet your neighbor's house. Do not covet your neighbor's wife, his male or female slave, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Mark 7, verses 21 to 22. For within, out of the heart of man, proceeds the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting, and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. So did you see in that first verse that I read, Proverbs 14.30, it talks about jealousy being like a cancer. Cancer is a big deal. It's not just like, oh, I woke up with a little tickle in my throat. It's no big deal. Like cancer is a big deal. And jealousy is being compared to that. And in Mark 7, the verse I read from out of there, it's listing all these things, murder, adultery, all these things, theft. And envy is looped in there too with those big deal things. And then in the verse from 1 Corinthians that I read, it says that love does not envy. So it's not loving to ourselves or the person that we're envious of when we're being envious. Comparison is just this socially accepted term, though, for something God does not accept as good for us. Comparison doesn't bring about his will for our lives or allow us to experience that full and free and abundant life that John 10.10 10 talks about. I love how Andy Stanley, a very famous pastor, he says there's no win in comparison. Either you feel bad because you feel like you're less than, that you didn't measure up to the person that you're comparing yourself to, or you feel bad because you compared and you're like, I'm better, and then you feel like a bad person because you feel like you're better than them, and that kind of just feels like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Like, there's no win in comparison. 
even though we all say, yeah, I struggle with comparison too. Yeah, Instagram. Sometimes I sure compare my life to people I see and their little tiny squares on there. It's a very common thing for people to bond over, but it doesn't mean it's a good thing and we should just accept it. We should be digging that out like this awful root that is ruining our flower bed or our garden. It's a big thing and acknowledge you struggle with it, but don't accept it. Do what you can to dig that poisonous root out. So what's a girl to do, though, if you struggle with comparison? You get now that it's a poisonous thing. You've been listening to this episode. You've been hearing these verses that I've been sharing, and you're like, okay, Nyla, I get it. It's really bad, but how do I get rid of it? Here are four things God has shown me to combat comparison, which truly is the joy killer of our unique lives. Number one, you need to constantly remind yourself that lives shown on social media are not real lives. They're like Hallmark or Netflix movies. Social media postings and stories, they, they aren't realistic depictions of lives, just like a Hallmark movie isn't. It's very unfair to compare your real life, therefore, to a fake representation of someone's life. Think about your own feed. Do you share all the messy parts online? Then others are probably filtering what they share too. I know that I do. Only God, my journal, my Christian counselor, my husband, and a very few close friends know my main struggles. The happy-go-lucky branded Instagram page I run for my personal business is not what my actual life looks like. There's way more ups and downs, hard stuff. There's not just all highlights and happy professional-looking photos. There's lots of photos that are like not very good, bad lighting, or there's days where I cry. There's days that I really struggle with rushing or, or anxiety. It doesn't all show up on my feed, but it doesn't mean that I'm not experiencing it. If you go on social media often, then you need to often arm yourself with this truth. Remind yourself what I see, what I'm going to see when I open up this app is not a real depiction of someone's life. Tip number two, it helps to not compare if you get to know her in real life. Invite her to coffee, go for a walk, join a Bible study she's a part of. Or if someone's famous that you struggle with comparison, read her book, listen to podcasts she's a guest on. I used to compare myself hardcore to Sadie Robertson, but since quote unquote getting to know her through her books and podcasts, I've learned she's just a real girl like me who has struggles amongst her Instagram worthy moments. Point number three, a win for God's kingdom is a win for you too. I used to compare myself to this one business owner. She was younger than me and her business was growing faster than mine, even though we started at the same time. And when I would see her success that was coming sooner in life than mine, I would get upset and envious. Then God revealed to me that she was doing the Lord's work. She was making the world a better place and therefore her win in business was my win too. We should celebrate those who are making earth more pleasant since we get to live in that more pleasant earth ourselves. Number four, Bless her through prayer and thanksgiving. It's very hard to see someone post about entering a new life season that you badly want to be in. I remember seeing wedding posts when I was engaged and being so impatient for my wedding date to arrive. I just wanted to be married like these people were already. Or maybe you see university diploma pictures or baby announcements or dating announcements or dating relationship status change on Facebook. It can sting seeing others experience a life season that you are still praying about. I have found it can dig up the roots of envy, though, when you pray for those people what you'd like someone to pray for you if you were in that season yourself. What would you like someone to pray for you if you had just gotten engaged and were entering the wedding planning season? Or what would you like someone to pray for you if you just found out you were expecting your first baby? Or what would you like someone to pray for you if you just graduated college with a diploma and you were starting your job hunt? 
thank the Lord for her life, the girl you are comparing your life to, who you're comparing your life timeline to, and then bless her with your prayers, things that you would really like people to pray for you when you one day are in those seasons yourself. And bonus tip, mute people on Instagram. I recently found out how to mute on Instagram and I used it to mute a few friends that I honestly just felt like I was comparing their current seasons too much to my season. So not having their highlight reels pop up unexpectedly on my page has been so freeing. I am now in control if I get updates from them if I visit their page. I can't accidentally see a story or have their post come up on my feed when I refresh it now. I get to decide am I in the right mindset to see an announcement that might be hard for me to see and I get to decide if I'm going to get that announcement and be honest with myself. Am I in a good mindset for possibly seeing something that might be hard to see? It's very empowering to use the mute button. How to mute? I don't know if this is still up to date, but at the point of this recording, I do believe it is. You go to their Instagram page and I think you have to be on the app on your phone. I don't think you can do it on a computer. So go to Instagram on your phone on the app and where it says following in blue, click on that when you're on their page. There should be an option to mute and Instagram doesn't let them know that you muted them. You can choose to mute their posts or stories or both, which means they won't appear to you unless you search for them or manually go to their Instagram page. Friends, I pray these tips are helpful. If you struggle with comparison, I know God can help you stop. It doesn't have to be this bonding thing that we women just struggle with. There are ways to set ourselves up for success in this area. And I hope and pray one of my tips above does just that for you. Being a podcast producer means I can do podcast editing for you. I can do podcast upkeep, so help you manage and continue putting out episodes every week or every month or every second week, whatever is your decision for the frequency of your podcast. And I can also help you start up your podcast if you don't have a podcast already. But God has put in this idea on your heart for a podcast and you just don't know how to do that. How do I even get my podcast on Apple? What in the world is an RSS feed? How do I even record on my computer? It's just, there's so many moving pieces, but take a deep breath because I understand the moving pieces. So if you want to know anything about my podcasting services, how I can be your podcast producer and make the transition into the podcasting world easier for you if you're not there yet or make it more joyful make the joy return if you already are wearing your podcaster hat and it's just feeling stressful let me be on your team let me be your podcast producer and help just bring back the joy because joy should be a part of your podcasting journey if you are interested you can go to my website nylaweeb.ca and weeb is spelled w-i-e-b-e i always tell people it's like dweeb but without the d <laughs> And that's all linked in the show notes. So you can find my website there and it has lots of client testimonies and just explains how it works to work with me. And I am so excited to hear about your podcast that you currently have or the podcast that you are just dreaming and praying over already. I love getting to help Christian women get out their powerful faith-based messages to the world. It's just really cool to be a part behind the scenes of getting these God-centered, God-glorifying messages out to the world. It's such a blessing for me too. So can't wait to chat with you about all things podcasting.